Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Anime Chat Table Podcast. My name is TJ, also known as Screams, and my goal is to spread the love of anime across the globe. So today we have a very special episode. Uh, joining me on this episode, we are now in association with Weeb World Gaming. Uh, so now I have a co-host, finally, to replace Sam after his uh, long-departed journey to the Air Force. Uh, Adam has been on... Go ahead. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, I'm very thrilled and honored to uh, be able to do this with Anime Chateau. Um, before I go forward, just a huge shout out to Sam uh, and all of our brothers who fight in the uh, in all the armed forces. It's a huge honor, and I respect anybody who does it. So, hopefully, we'll have him come back in once uh, Basic and his uh, AIT is done, and I'll be happy to hear from him. But big thank you out to him. Um, going forward. Um, uh, I'm very grateful to be a part of this, and I think that I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. I love anime. I really got heavy into it probably seven, eight years ago. Um, uh, usually, well, my big start was actually Dragon Ball, but that was usually as a kid, and I actually didn't know that that was considered anime probably until about eight, nine years ago, and then that's when I, I took, uh, I got really heavy into it, so pretty excited to do this, and I'm going to do my best uh, to give you all the best content that I can. Uh, as he stated, I'm Wii World Gaming. Uh, I've been streaming on Facebook for mm, maybe six, seven months now. Oh, my dog's going nutty. Mama <laughs> home. Um, so I've got a little experience talking with uh, anybody about gaming, anime, anything of that nature, Japanese culture. I'm, I'm a weeb, I'm Wii World. So look forward to this and let's get it going, brother. Yeah. Also, going forward, uh, there's going to be something new we're going to be doing. Adam is going to be live feeding our our video chats. We're going to video, like we're doing now, we're going to have a video conversation. He's going to live feed it to his streaming channel. And here in the next couple weeks or so, we'll probably get something set up over at Anime Chateau. Uh, but yeah, going forward, make sure you follow We World Gaming. And of course, as always, follow Anime Chateau on Facebook. Uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, oh, Sam, a little update on Sam. He is out of his basic, and he is now in school. Perfect, um, awesome. I haven't talked to him too much because you know he's busy, and of course now he's finally yeah. he's got kids and stuff, all that. Uh, he thought he was going to be getting out of his IT school in like two months, but apparently it's going to be like six months now. So yeah, Ooh. so he's going to be gone for a little while. But I have talked to him a little bit, and he's talking about either having his laptop shipped to him. Or buying a new laptop because he was wanting to get a new gaming rig anyway. Um, so hopefully we will cool. have him back on here in the near future. Oh, awesome. Uh, That's yeah. a really cool update. Yeah. Uh, also, another update. Uh, of course, you, as you regular listeners are aware, we are behind a week. Uh, which I said last week that we were probably going to be slowing it down a little bit. What with the holidays coming up. And Adam is actually getting ready to move into his first house. So yep. Uh, yep. schedules are going to get a little hectic. Going to be a little hard to you know get get together and whatnot but hopefully we can keep regular content coming out for you guys and keep you all interested <clears throat> Absolutely. So, yeah we'll uh we'll do it as often as we can uh like you said i'm moving to my first house uh i'm pretty busy but i'll make as much time as i can for you guys uh you know you all spend your time out on my stream watching me at least i can do is put my time out there for you all um but all right i'll let you jump into it brother yeah absolutely also um for everybody that has been listening continuously every other week whenever we post, 
thank you so much. Uh, we we passed 300 plays in this last video, uh, which is super yeah. exciting, and hopefully we keep climbing. Uh, maybe one day we'll reach the 1K that Adam has over on his Facebook page. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe some of his followers will come over and check out the podcast. Absolutely. But either way, yeah, either way, as long as we're having fun, that's all I care about at the end, as I've yep. stated many, many times before. Uh, so without further ado, uh, we'll go ahead and hop into this. I only have one thing for anime news. Uh, a lot of stuff has been posted recently about shows coming out, which I've covered, so yeah. nothing's really going on too much right now in the anime world. Uh, the one thing I do have, and I may have mentioned this in the last episode, I can't recall, but Attack on Teasing... Attack on Teasing... Attack on <laughs> Titans final season will be December 7th is when it will be premiering. Ooh, and okay. I am very, very hyped for the season. It looks so I good. I actually have to catch up. I did see yeah. some previews about the next season that got me excited. Yeah. Uh, like a few details here and there. Uh, I haven't watched the last season. I finished season two and then I, I haven't watched season three, but I heard that there's a lot of like reveals in season yeah, three. Yeah, there's a lot of new information that you'll learn. Okay, so I'll, uh, I'll hop on that next after I'm done with uh, my current animes. So, going forward with it being October, you know, spooky month, Halloween's coming up. Mm. I thought it would be fun to do some, like, dark, demonic, like, creepy characters. Uh, so that's what we're going to be covering this week is, you know, dark and creepy. Uh, so, Adam, since you're, the, since you're the new co-host, why don't you go ahead and All right. take the lead? Okay, alright, cool. Uh, so, he told me that it was going to be dark, and I was trying to go through all the animes in my head of dark users. And first one that popped into my mind, I'm a Naruto fan, so I was thinking Shikamaru from Naruto. Or, um, yeah, Shikamaru, but I was like, eh, it's a little on the nose. Let me think a little deeper. Uh, what's a more in-depth character? So, I actually came up with two big ones. Uh, one is Yami Sakohiro, which is the uh, captain of the Black Bulls and Black Clover. And then the second one's actually Blackbeard or Marshall D. Teach uh, from One Piece. I think both of those characters, their backstories are really cool. And uh, we're going to dive into those pretty deep as we go forward. Um, how do we just want to start with like a little preview of what they are? Yeah, basically I was going to do like a small bit of background without spoiling too much. Okay. And then just kind of talk a little bit about like their abilities and why I think they fit in the dark section. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I All mean, right. if you if you want, I can lead off, and then you can kind of follow. Yeah, let's start it that way. So okay, that okay. I can That's a better all... feel of the best way to go. Absolutely, through this. absolutely. Okay, let me get to my character. Sorry, guys, now. I'm a noob. I'm a noob, <laughs> so uh, complete scrub. So I'm I'm gonna follow your lead. You're the pro. Absolutely. So my character, which shocker, I know everybody's gonna be really surprised when I tell you, I picked Ken Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. You have all heard my praises from the heavens of. Your goal. Uh, so, uh, and I've gave everybody background to how Ken Kaneki became a ghoul, so I'm not going to do that this episode, so I don't sound like a broken record. Uh, but we all know he's half ghoul, half human. Uh, when he is a in human form, his hair is dark, he usually wears like light clothes, and he's got a eye patch over his left eye because his left eye stays in ghoul form. He can't turn it to human, so he wears the eye patch over it. And then when he's in his ghoul form, he wears dark clothing, he has a mask on, all the ghouls have masks, and this mask covers the right eye, because his right eye is human, he can't turn it ghoul. Uh, and that's how he got the nickname Eye Patch, which, in hindsight, in, like, reality, 
I mean, how many people you know walk around with a fucking eyepatch? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's obvious, but yeah. Uh, so, like Superman when he puts his glasses on and yeah. off and nobody can tell who he is. You're like, eh. dude. Uh, fun fact: Henry Cavill, the, the actor that plays Superman, he actually yeah. went to like New York City or something, and he went and stood in front of the Superman billboard when Man of Steel was coming out, wearing glasses, and nobody fucking recognized him. Wow. Yeah, that's, actually, be- that's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, because that's such a huge debate, like how he disguises himself with glasses. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Huh. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, he gets the nickname Eyepatch. Uh, basically, when he's in his ghoul form, you know, he has the basic, typical abilities of, like, super strength and speed and agility, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the big thing, that ca- well, of course, his demon eye is creepy as fuck anyway. Uh, yeah. but he has a thing that comes out of his back called a Kagune, and basically it's, like, black ten- tentacles or tendrils or something, I guess you would say. And they're, like, yeah. hard, and he uses them to, like, fight, like, extra arms or something. And really powerful. He uses them, you know, to boost his jumps, punches, whatever. Pretty cool. Uh, but that is really all there is to that, without spoiling too much of the story. Okay. All right, cool. I understand how you do it. I'll, uh, I'm going to hop in with Yami. Um, so, fun fact, Yami actually translates to dark or darkness um, it's a Japanese word for dark. So his name's literally Dark Tsukuhiro, um, which is kind of on the nose. Uh, Blackbeard has the Yami Yami no Mi, which is a fruit, uh, and it's the dark, dark fruit, and his ability is darkness. So they uh, they don't get too uh, intelligent when it comes to the names. They're pretty blunt about what they're going to do. Um, but with uh, Yami... So in Black Clover, there's definitely there's like levels to um, wizarding, and captain is one of the highest. And ca- there are well, there's eight captains. I think so. seven I or eight, seven or eight captains, and then a wizard king. Uh, so Yami's one of the captains of the Black Bulls. The Black Bulls being supposedly the worst of the worst. Um, they're rambunctious, they don't act right, and they don't really get a lot of respect, even though some of the people in their unit are just massive powerhouses. They're OP. OP, <laughs> yes, OP. Yeah. <laughs> but Yami is, he uses the dark, uh, he uses darkness is his ability, his wizarding ability. From... Uh, I think it's technically like dark sword magic. Yeah, so he infuses his sword with darkness, but he also can use his darkness in other ways. Uh, so he can actually just use, like, kind of like, it looks like uh, Kaneki's tentacles. He uses them to uh, uh, restrain people. And they, like, come out of, they can either come out of his sword or come out of, like, just him. Uh, so he uses darkness in other ways other than just fighting with a sword, but that's his main way. He tries to slash things with darkness. Uh, darkness is actually, in his own words, it's one of the slower mag- magics. Uh, he tends to be... He has to make up for the slowness of his magic by being just I- incredibly physically strong. And he actually uses the darkness inside of him. I read up on this a little bit. Uh, he uses his own magic to Im- to boost his strength and his own physical speed. But his magic itself is slow, so he tries to make up for it by just being a powerhouse, <laughs> and which is which I think is kind of cool that his dark that he's got a really cool ability, but it's got that big 
drawback that he has to overcome and he does that by just being just a monster through it, yeah yeah and <clears throat> he also likes so, his toilet time he he does <laughs> he does in the show a lot of the times you see him he's, he's taking a dump yeah. and uh he doesn't like to be disturbed and he tends to lean towards violence to solve all of his issues instead of thinking them out he loves to fight um or he mainly just loves to beat up people because that's what he yeah. does he doesn't fight a lot just look um, intimidating yeah exactly uh so I, I really like his character i he he cares more about people's action than what they say and i think you see that early on when um Asta screaming that he wants to be wizard king and he comes down from the stadium to stand in front of him and intimidate him he wants to see how he acts instead of just what he's saying and uh he starts to show some respect towards Asta, and that's why he eventually gives him a robe and allowed to, yeah. allows him to join uh i like that now he's gonna be my main my follow-ups actually gonna be blackbeard and that that one's a little tricky because Blackbeard has personality, but the theory is he's actually got multiple. Uh, in different times throughout the story, you actually see him com be completely different. Sometimes he's very strategic. Sometimes he's very, very courageous or boastful, loud. And then sometimes you see him and he's a complete coward. So there's a theory that he actually has multiple personalities uh, or that he's made up of multiple people. And therefore, all those personalities blend into one. Uh, so his character, we can go, we'll go into it a little more in depth later on, but he's a very interesting character. A lot of the stuff that we'll talk about is kind of more fan theory because in 900, almost 1,000 episodes, there's still little information on who he is and more questions than answers. Hmm. But. Well, since you chose Yami, I'm going to go ahead and follow Yami up and go with Asta. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, at the beginning of Black Clover, uh, the big thing about it is Austin does not have any magic in a world where magic is, I guess, the, the normal. Yeah, it's the all-powerful. Yeah. Um, and because he doesn't have magic, he firmly believes he's going to be a magic, you know, get magic, and he wants to become a, the Wizard King. So, since he doesn't have magic to train, he trains his body a lot. Like, he's like 12 yes. and he's jacked like literally <laughs> um, yeah he's a little monster yeah yeah so through a series of events he comes into contact with a black grimoire which is what their magic comes from they're like magic spell books uh and his his grimoire is a little different it's, so they have like like rankings based on how many all, all of the grimoires have clovers and they have rankings based on how many petals or whatever are on the clovers and yep. his is actually a five clover uh, grimoire, which is yep. like unheard of. Four is really rare. Five is like un unheard of. Uh, and you yep. actually find out later, this is a minor spoiler because it's like the gimmick of the show, is yep. his grimoire is actually from, it's ac it actually, without spoiling too much, it's a demon grimoire. Yep. Uh, and the demon that owned his grimoire mm -hmm. used anti-magic and because of this, that's kind of how Asta's abilities work. He still doesn't have any magic, but he has these two swords that he pulls out of the Grimoire that he can use to, like, block or dispel uh, powerful magic spells or knock back or... And it, it also evolves further than that. 
but I don't want to go too much into it without spoiling, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of riddles if I delve too much into how his magic works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is. But uh, whenever he taps into the sword, he gets like a demonic form, kind of. And basically, he's like covered in like, I want to say like black smoke, kind of, but not really. Yeah. I guess it's just kind of just like, like a black, black aura. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. oily aura or something. Uh, and this was kind of interesting. I, it may have explained this in the show and I forgot it, but the more of his body that is succumbed to the black, the more powerful his anti-magic is. He's actually yep. like, in a sense, sacrificing part of his body for the power. He's, he's giving yeah. off yeah, yeah parts of his body. Do they ever state the if he if he lets himself be taken over completely, do they ever state if he'll become the demon? It has not said that okay. yet. That's a, uh, I mean, as a Naruto fan, that's kind of a, yeah, a big hint. What what happens with Naruto? But I don't think that they've ever stated if that's what's gonna. They happen. haven't yet, but when he first uses the demon form, he kind of goes like berserk a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, that's right. yeah. in I mean, in a sense, I guess we could kind of like theorize that. But like I said, nothing's yeah. certain in that. Uh, but that's that's about all I could really give away on Austin without spoiling too much. Yeah, um, I think uh, since I did Yami, you did Asta. I think that they kind of get along because they're outsiders. Uh, Yami yeah, is absolutely. actually a foreigner, and in Black Clover, and, and I don't remember the name of the—is it Clover City or Clover? Yeah, Cat I think so. Kingdom. Clover Kingdom. Clover Kingdom. Um, yeah. In Clover Kingdom, royalty is very important yeah. and hierarchies in in life are very important and as a foreigner you just lack all natural respect like let's say a, ro- a royal would just have uh, and, and so as a foreigner and Asta being somebody without magic which auto- automatically secludes him from 90% of life you know yeah that and the fact that Asta is also an orphan so he's yep. a commoner or yep. a peasant as they refer to them yep He's a peasant. He's the lowest yeah. of the low. So is um, you know, uh, you know who? Yeah. There's. A, I'm not gonna get into you know. You know, there's a lucky. lot. There's a lot of theories about you know. <laughs> you know is like the lucky kid, and then Austin's the one who just got like the shit end of the stick, and yeah. <laughs> so Austin had to work very, very hard, just like uh, Yami did, to yeah. make his name, and he's still t- doing doing that. Now, one of the things I think is kind of cool about Yami and Asta is that they're the only two people that I know currently that have the ability to use Ki or Kai. Yeah. Uh, which, and they haven't flushed it out entirely in this show, and it's kind of a ongoing thing in a multitude of animes. It just usually goes yeah. by different names. You got Chakra, uh, Kai, Mana. Uh, mana yeah. they all tend to mean the same thing just an internal force or energy uh, yeah. or hockey from one yeah. piece it's all yeah exactly an internal energy that you learn to control and enhances certain abilities within you uh and yami's taught asta how to do that and it's kind of given him a huge boost in his fighting capabilities yes absolutely and, and i and I don't think that there's anybody else in the show who's been been to- talked about of having this or mm-hmm. using this. Um, I feel like there was one bad guy in one of the newer seasons that had it. Okay. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you're behind on this episode or something. I'm a little bit behind on Black Clover myself. Not very yeah, far. I might, be a, a, I might be a couple. Of, yeah. I'm a binger. I like. I don't like to watch week yeah. to week. I love to let it yeah. just build up. I watched One Piece. It's a thousand episodes, and I binged through it. So I don't like one twenty minute episode. Just breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah, I got a. I had another podcaster that wanted me to like do like a dual podcast, like where he would guess on mine, I would guess on his, and he wanted to talk about Death Note. So I binged all forty something episodes of Death Note in like two days. And then he bailed on me, Oof. and it, dude, it completely obliterated dude. my my want to watch anime. So I just fell <laughs> off of everything. It literally took me like a month to watch the last season of Seven Deadly Sins because I had like no yeah. desire. <laughs> yeah, that that that, yeah. that would hurt me too. So I fell behind on a lot of shit, and just here recently, I've been really catching up on stuff. What I uh, have found though is from like I've watched animes week to week, and then I've gone mm-hmm. back through and binged like full seasons and honestly when you do that the show's just completely different yeah yeah that's how how i think i'm gonna do it going forward i'll probably watch like i'll probably like pick one show that's been out for a while and binge it and then catch up on what i have out and then start another show and binge it and then catch up kind of thing like that yeah yeah, Uh, sounds good yeah i really liked it um so since you only have one more i'm gonna go ahead and pop in on another one yeah absolutely man uh let's see who do i want to talk about next i'm lacking what am i doing scrub okay. first i'll, I'll talk in. about i'll talk about a minor one uh this one's kind of corny but you know it's me and my love for digimon so uh, okay. the main villain in the original series uh his name is devilmon or devimon and devimon Basically, he is a black devil <laughs> with really long arms. Uh, and his ability, his main ability, it's called the Touch of Evil. And basically, it forces his opponents to do his will. So basically, he like controls Digimon to be evil. Basically. Oh, he looks kind of cool. Yeah, he is pretty cool. Yeah. There's, a, there's also a... There's also orangutan a, arms. Yeah, he does got some long arms. There's also an, an ice devimon who looks just like him and is white. And then there's a female version of him as well. Ice devimon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then female devimon. I can't one. remember her name. It might be like Devi Woman or something. Maybe I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> Okay, here she is. Oh, yeah, she looks kind of cool. I actually think yeah. she looks the coolest. Yeah. Uh, huh. I also have Pride from Full Metal Alchemist written down. Ooh, that's a good yes. one. I can't go into backstory for him because it would ruin the whole fucking show. True. Because <laughs> he's like the final villain. Uh, but I can give a little bit about his appearance and his abilities. Basically, he's a big black blob with a lot of red eyeballs and teeth and mouth or mouth mouth this. Yep. What's the plural for mouths? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, mouth <laughs> with a with an S. Um, I almost said like mice, but I was like, no, that's completely no. wrong. <laughs> uh, and basically, he has shadow manipulation, uh, regeneration, absorption, and then. His OP ability is called Omnipresent, which basically means he exists in all places at all times. So he's yeah, everywhere. That, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit broke. Yeah. 
So basically, he's God. You know, no big yeah. deal. Yeah, more or less. So okay, yeah. if you want to take over and talk about Blackbeard, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Blackbeard, there's this beautiful man right here. <laughs> Bam. All right. So, couple things. Blackbeard, is, he is current. Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to sh- shout out, there's a few spoilers that I'm going to hit. Uh, not huge ones, but a couple. So if you haven't watched, let's say, up to episode 500 in One Piece, I might break your heart a little bit. So what? Uh, Blackbeard starts off as a warlord. Uh, you first interact with him um, in the very early episodes of One Piece, but you have no idea who he is. Uh, not for another like 300 episodes, but uh, interesting thing happened. Zoro and Luffy they interact with him, and he's shouting out how dreams are important, that you have to fight for your dreams, and only cowards would try to put other dream other people's dreams down. And you would believe that he's a good guy. Uh, that's kind of the first assumption that I had when uh, I when when I watched the episode, and as Nami, Zoro, and Luffy are walking away. Nami says, who was that guy? And Luffy says, not him. And she said, what? And then Zoro said, it's them. And then that's it. That's all you get about that. Whole, they, they don't ask about it anymore. They don't say anything else. Uh, Nami gets a weird look on their face or, or on her face. And then they move on. Fast forward a couple, like 300 episodes, he picks up the darkness or the yami yami no mi, the darkness fruit, dark dark fruit, which is a logia type. So there's three classifications or major classifications of devil fruits, logia, paramecia, and zoan. Zoan turns Let me interrupt you real quick. So he's already an established pirate before he even gets his ability? So yes, he actually is on- Okay, that's intense. He's on one of the war or uh, one of the emperors of the she the seas ship. He's on Whitebeard's ship, which is one of the is supposedly the strongest man in the world. Whitebeard held what was called the Guragura no Mi, which is the Quake Quake fruit. It's a devil fruit that is stated to be able to destroy the whole uh, planet. Hmm. Uh, one of the strongest devil fruits out there. And what it does is it basically creates earthquakes that can split and he can split like the sky he basically like grabs the air and pulls it and it like makes all the air quake uh and he can it's pretty cool uh so he's on one of his ships and so that automatically makes him a pretty uh scary pirate to be able to get on that ship later in the show um he betrays whitebeard and he actually kill somebody on Whitebeard's ship who has the Gurgur, or I mean, sorry, the Yami Yami no Mi. He picks up the, the fruit, he sees that this guy has it, and he knows what it is. We don't know how he knows or why he knows what this fruit is. Uh, there's a slight record of like certain devil fruits in the world, but because there's so many, not everybody knows what every fruit is, what it looks like, or what it does. And once you eat one, theoretically, you should, you're not allowed to eat another one. If you do, then the theory is you'll die. Well, Blackbeard kind of breaks that theory. He eats the yami yami no mi, uh, which is a logia type fruit. Logia fruits are unique and they're uniquely powerful 
because they tend to make you intangible. So whatever, like let's say you're, you eat a fire, fire fruit. Well, then your body literally becomes fire. You, and you can't be hit by normal forces. Like people punch you, their hand goes through you. Uh, so it tends to be hmm. on the more powerful so side be, of all the devil fruit. So your body is not like engulfed in fire. It's literally fire. No. It's literally fire, but you can control it to make yourself basically physical. look human. Yeah. yeah. Like you look physical and then somebody tries to hit you and they can't. Hmm. So they tend to be on the more powerful side of and more sought out side of fruits. Zoan types turn you into some sort of animal. Uh, and then paramecias are kind of unique in that they don't classify as either. So like Luffy ate a paramecia. His body's rubber, but he's physic like you can physically touch him. Yeah. Um, so he's he, 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 or um, Doflamingo. He can control strings. That's not really like the other two, so that falls into the paramecia. Class. Yeah, yeah. Huh. The, uh, the yami yami no mi is what's called a special logia, because it's a logia type, and except all the damage that you do is actually inflicted on Blackbeard. He can be hit. Every day, anything that you throw at him, his body has to be able to physically withstand. Which is where it gets a little tricky with Blackbeard. Because some of the things that he gets hit with in the show, he shouldn't be able to survive. But one of the doctors on Whitebeard's ship that sa said that uh, Blackbeard's body is weird. He doesn't know why, but it's different. And that's basically all you get. So a big theory is that if you look at... Do you know what a Jolly Roger is? Yes. Like on a pirate ship, they're a yeah. flag. Yeah. In One Piece, there's a theme that whatever your flag is tends to have something to do with the captain. Yeah. So you see Luffy's, he's got his straw hat. hat. Yeah. You see Shanks, he's got like a scar across his eye. So on and so forth. The only... Jolly Roger that has more than one skull, uh, skull and crossbones is Blackbeard. It has three. And so there's a theory that he's actually three people in one. So you fast forward from episode one to about 520-ish. Whitebeard dies. Blackbeard <laughs> comes in. Yep, Blackbeard comes in. He somehow eats his fruit. And he now owns two of the strongest uh, devil fruits hmm. in the world. The Gurgur Nomi and yami the Yami Yami Nomi. Yeah, the Gurgur is the quake and then the Yami Yami is the darkness. Now, spoiler for the Yami Yami Nomi, it is the only devil fruit so far that is known to be able to extinguish the power of other devil fruits. He can literally summon like a black hole theme and take away your power. Damn. So the theory is that guy is he's a got, freaking beast. <laughs> he's a monster, uh, uh, but personality-wise, he's also really stupid. He's opportunistic and strategic, but then he makes really stupid, arrogant mistakes sometimes. And when those mistakes don't go very well, he acts like a coward. So people theorize that he's actually got three people in him. It makes uh, sense, and honestly. Yeah, and therefore, later in the show, they think that he's going to have a Zoan type. He's got a, the strongest Paramecia, the strongest Logia, 
and they think they're gonna he's gonna go out for the strongest Zoan type, and he will be the final boss in One Piece. Hmm. But pretty crazy. Yeah, it it opens the doors to a lot of questions and a lot of theories because. Oda, who's the writer of One Piece, yeah. is very, very, very strategic in the words that he uses. And he does them so far apart that it just leaves you no other option but to rack your brain with all these theories of what he could be, what he could do. Uh, he's very opportunistic. He waited for a war to break out, for Whitebeard to become very sick, to then establish the finishing blow on Whitebeard so that he could steal his fruit very strategic in the way that he does things and if you watch one piece you'll you'll know all the details i don't want to waste everything because it's it's pretty good yeah um but he is a very intriguing character uh, I, i've got it on my list and i know everybody and their mother swears by it oh and yeah it's great like literally like right before i watched death note i had i like like literally the day that the guy messaged me about the Death oh, Note yeah. podcast. I actually started to watch it again, and my plan was to watch like thirty or forty episodes, take a break. Thirty or forty episodes, take a break, because yep. it's a thousand episodes. That's a freaking monster it's a lot. To tackle. It, it uh, is a monster to yeah, tackle. Yeah, and literally, I started because I'm on like like the mid thirties or something right now. Anyhow, I started to watch it, and then that guy messaged me, and I just cut all the anime off and started watching yeah. Death Note, and I just got so far behind after my you know binging death note in two days yeah that i just haven't had any desire well until recently of course so there uh, one piece is broken up into it, it's got like seasons but it's really more so broken into arcs yeah and what you'll find out is like each arc obviously the art gets better like like you'll instantly just see a change in the artwork as the artwork or as the arc finishes and the new one continues but the anime just gradually just gets better over time in the beginning it's like naruto basically it's childish yeah. it's goofy it was the artwork's really bad because it was in the 90s but as time goes on and you have those more serious moments there's actually a fight in one piece and it's not like an intense like crazy artistic fight but it's one of the most emotional fights of any anime I've ever watched, and I love it so much. Hmm. And uh, it's actually between Luffy and a crewmate of his. And it is just, it is the best writing ever because it's like heartbreaking on both sides, but it's really, really well wrote anime. But like you said, it's a monster to tackle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what what you'll find though, or at least what I found is like I started it and I was like, eh, we'll see, we'll see. I got to the Alabasta arc, which I think is number two. I took a break. Then I got to uh, Water Seven, which is the third arc, and I did not take a break. Yeah, uh, just couldn't put it down. I couldn't put it down. It was so good, and it just kept getting better yeah. and better. And then you hit arc five, which is Marine Ford, and it is just the coolest arc of any show I've ever seen. There's so much that happens, so much action, and we're in like um, information reveals, it just blows your freaking mind. And then you're like, holy shit, I'm almost halfway through this already. This sucks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and so you might have that experience. I hope you do, because I, I really stand by it, but uh, we can move on. I can talk about One Piece forever. Yeah, yeah, I was actually Naruto getting fan, But like One Piece is like, yeah, I was getting ready to start pushing it forward. Uh, you had mentioned 
uh, Meliodas. So I'm going to talk yep. about Ichigo first, and then I'll let you kind of start off on Meliodas since we both right, kind of had him on the list. That way yeah. you get a little more time. Uh, Ichigo Kurosaki uh, from Bleach, for anybody that's needing to know the show, <clears throat> if anybody has not heard of the show. Uh, he's seemingly at first a human, uh, but as the show goes on, you realize that he's part Soul Reaper. And then he's part something else, and then he's part something else, and then he's part something else, and so on and so forth. <laughs> Everybody that they come into contact with, he's somehow got some kind of DNA of that in him. <laughs> I don't know. Mutt. There must have been like some wild orgy going on that night or what. <laughs> I don't know. But he got has dads. I don't know, but uh, not so much a spoiler. Early on, of course, he becomes a substitute Soul Reaper. But low-key, he's actually a Soul Reaper, because he's part Soul Reaper. <laughs> uh, Alright. Yeah. And basically, he, he borrows the Soul Reaper ability, or the ability to tap into Soul Reaper. They basically is like, they're like samurai of the spirit world, so they step out of their body in that, the astral plane, or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. Yeah, and that's Something where they cool. fight. They fight hollows, which are corrupted spirits, basically. Or like ghosts or demons, however you want to think about it. Uh, so he actually has a hollow inside of him because he's part hollow too. Surprise. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <got> everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so towards the end, and I don't want to spoil too much because out of the whole entire show, the final fight in the first arc is my all time favorite. It's not Ooh, the mo- his wow. most powerful form by any means. And when I watched Bleach, I didn't look into anything. I still, to this day, don't really watch trailers for shows, unless it's like a show I'm currently ongoing with, because okay. I already know. So whenever I, like for instance, when I started Attack on Titan, I had no idea that Aaron was a Titan. When that scene happened, it blew my fucking mind. Like oh. I, yeah, okay. without spoiling anything, when that thing happened to him, I was like, <gasps> uh, so. I didn't know that Ichigo had a hollow form. It's literally not showed at all or hinted at, I guess, really, the whole entire arc until the final fight. And he taps into his ability, uh, his his Bankai mode, I believe is what it's called. Uh, in he's known he has a very large spiritual pressure. So even before he became a substitute Soul Reaper, he could see ghosts, but it was really because he was actually a Soul Reaper. Uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> when he is a soul reaper, his his uh, zanpakuto, which is what their swords are called, is like really huge. It's like a buster sword, basically. But when he taps into his bankai, his sword is like really skinny and slim, and it's solid black. And he moves Make like, like yeah, he moves extremely fast. Okay. So when he's fighting the final boss in the first arc. He just comes out with that. And he's just zipping all over the place like a lightning bolt. And it's so badass. And then, like, halfway through the fight, the hollow mask starts to, like, appear on his face. It's like a half mask. And, dude, jizz everywhere. That's the only way to describe it. I was My mind was so blown. But it was, even, like I said, it's still to this day. And I've watched all of it. It's still my favorite fight. Uh, so that's kind of where, right yeah. That's kinda, don't look too much up because there's so many forms he has. I don't want you to see. Do not Google Ichigo Hollow Form. Do not do it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna too back late. out. Too late. That's exactly what I. That's, 
<laughs> yeah. I put bleach all over him, and then it Don't was just do like, it. Oh. Don't do it. Uh, I found I one picture that had his half face. Yeah. Um, anyways, so... Oopsie. He... Whenever he uses his big move, which is a uh, Getsugo Tenshu, he basically it basically works like uh, Yami's Dark Dimension Slash. He just slings a sword and just shoots like a big blade of blackness at his enemies. Uh, but yeah, his hollow form dude is, and it progresses as the show goes on. So he becomes more and more of a hollow, which is probably the form you just saw. And it's badass. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I seen something that looked pretty cool, but little, I don't know what it little is. Spoiler. So. <laughs> little bit, my bad. Yeah. My apologies, everyone. Um, you want to talk about my A mistake was made. We're gonna move on. All right, belly on this. Seven deadly sins. Uh, Netflix original. I think. Uh, I think they sold it and then bought it again. Yeah. And sold it. I don't know what they're doing with it. It's all over the place. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's it's a goofy anime, but the fights are incredible. Uh, Meliodas specifically is kind of the reason it's a goofy anime. His uh, personality is very uh, forward. And uh, when he gets near a girl, he basically, if he likes her, she, he just um, tends to go up her skirt. I don't know why. <laughs> he just puts his face up her skirt, and then they tend to be okay with it. I don't. Or know. right in the middle of their boobs. <laughs> or right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Just like motorboating, and they just—they're just like, "Oh, that's cool. He's short." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but with that aside, uh, as you go further into the show, and I don't want to spoil too many things, but basically, you find out. He's a part of the Seven Deadly Sins, which is an organization of of seven people that have seven people from different races. From so different each character, races, each character in the Seven Deadly Sins is a different race. Correct. It's important. Yes. <laughs> um, Meliodas, and since we're talking about Dark, he's actually part of the Demon Clan. And when he releases or allows himself to be taken over, is kind of a better way yeah. of stating it. Uh, his demon side, he becomes like kind of like halfway covered in blackness. Kind of like Asta. Uh, yeah, less, like Asta. But less badass looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but more powerful. But way more powerful. <laughs> more powerful. overpowered. Yeah. And um, his, his, uh, his ability is called Full Counter, which allows yeah. him to deflect magic. So in a sense, they're the same fucking character. They are, yeah. Uh, he actually full counter allows him to deflect it, send it back at like twice the power. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, that's OP. super over P. Uh, yeah, super overpowered. Like, especially considering ninety percent of the people he fights use magic. Of some. Oh yeah, form. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't try to fight with their fists. Uh, <laughs> those who do tend to go up against Escanor and lose. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's the he's the opposite of dark. He's the sun, so <laughs> literally, um, yeah. So uh, I was reading into Meliodas. Um, he's part of the demon clan. He used to be a part. Uh, he he was actually in line to become basically the devil or the demon king. Uh, 
he was highly revered, but he betrayed them because he fell in love with an angel, that angel being Elizabeth. And that's why he's part of the seven deadly sins now, uh, who fights kind of in the mortal realm. Uh, yeah. But he's inflicted with a curse. One, he's extraordinarily powerful, but he always tries to get his um, demonic side suppressed and he can't die. That's that's his curse. He can't die of old age. If he dies, like somebody kills him, he gets brought back to life. Uh, and it's a curse from his father as well as his lover's mother. Um, and they got cursed because it was forbidden for a demon and an angel to yep. fall in love. And yep. Call me on Juliet. Yeah, and Elizabeth also has a curse that she can die but be reincarnated every time. And they're yeah. cursed to meet by fate, so they keep falling in love, and then he has to bear witness to her dying, finding him again, not remembering him. And her yeah. death is triggered by remembering him. So as soon as she remembers that she's in love with him, she dies. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. uh it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Definitely helps. That's, uh, that's yeah, that's like of all the things that you could come up with, that's pretty. That's a dark. That's a dark yeah, curse for, right there. For sure. Fall in love just to kill the person you love. Like that's that's rough. Yeah. Uh, so Meliodas, he, he's he's got a good uh, good personality. He, he wants to help everybody. He'll fight on behalf of anybody who's weaker than him. Uh, he, he cares for his comrades, but unfortunately, he broke a taboo. Uh, which I mean, if you're one of the watchers, you think that it shouldn't be a taboo, obviously. But he broke the taboo and he got cursed, and so he's constantly living with that and battling with that. I just it's had a character. A I just had a character that I thought of whilst we were recording that I'm mad yeah. at myself for not writing down, and it's Rogue from Fairy Tale. Have you gotten that far? Is he one of the twin? Yes, the uh, the third generation oh, yeah. demons or yep. demon slayers. Yeah. So. Everybody yeah, there's light and dark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses dark dragon slaying magic, uh, but he's a third generation dragon slayer, which I talked about this a little bit in a previous episode. I can't remember which one. Uh, so first generation learned their magic directly from a dragon. Second generation has a dragon lacrima or crystal implanted in them, and then third generation has both. They have the dragon crystal, and they also trained with the dragon. So he's a yeah. third generation dragon slayer who uses... Uh, dark dragon slaying magic. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else about him without spoiling anything. Uh, but there is some... I, would, I really enjoyed what they did with his character through the yes. arc. And yes. how they, they changed his personality drastically. Yeah. That is one thing I really liked about Fairy Tale, and which I guess Dragon Ball Z kind of does this, but not to the extent that Fairy Tale does. All of the villains... Like, the, the threats that they go up against are so, like, powerful and, like, world-breaking that all of the villains are basically forced to fight with them to save the, yep. the realm, which I think yeah. is very cool. So all of their enemies, basically, in a sense, become comrades. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. Especially, have you finished it yet? No. I got what, to what the arc, arc you where... In? I got to the arc where uh, Lucy's um, commandments... I don't know what bad okay. or whatever. Okay, yes. Power through that arc, it is fucking it's, it's horrible. Rough. It I'm, is horrible. Uh, yeah. But literally from after that arc on, the show is just 
fan fucking tastic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I um I really enjoyed the tournament arc. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dude. Really you're literally that. right and on the cusp. And then I hit that, and I was like, yeah, I hit a real big wall. I was like, yeah, this is rough. For anybody that hasn't watched it and has watched Bleach, this arc he's talking about is basically the Bount arc in Bleach. It is absolutely horrible. Uh, okay. But yeah, w- once you get through that, dude, that's where, like, where Zerif becomes, like, a more important thing, and the show just gets so good. Have you seen the time skip yet? That that was where the um... tournament was. Yes, yeah, they go yeah. away for like six months or something and train. Oh, it's like six, no, there's a different time skip, okay. I'll shut there's up. a different time skip, okay. Yes, I think okay. it's after, and this is minor spoilers, I guess, because it's really just what the arc's about. After the arc you're on, they go to the original fairy tale island where their guild was founded, and uh, they all have to do a, like a competition to become S-class heroes. Okay, you know, I, yeah. I, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. and then, then the dragon shows up, and then there's the time skip. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And that, that was right, right yeah. before the tournament. Okay, okay. Yes. so so right after where you're at, they do the dragon arc, which I'm not going to okay. give you any details. You, you get a lot of backstory on what happened to Igneal and all that shit right okay. after. And then that's when the Zerif shit and everything from season one comes all into effect. Okay, cool. It's All really right. good. That's what I'll say, dude. Fairy tale, fairy tale is a journey, and then the last like two arcs are like, ha, ah, so good. Okay. It just well, ties let me ask you this: since we're on the fairy tale, and we're talking about dark. Um, uh, Urza's boyfriend, J- J- uh, J- Jalal. Yeah, Jalal. Is that dark magic? It's not dark slayer magic, but I it's can't like... remember his magic. But it looks kind of like it could be darkness related or evil related. I don't know. Heavenly body magic. Heavenly I body. Kinda... Okay. See, I was vaguely remembering that he used like light swords. Okay. But I was I, thinking I mean... about like, I don't know. Hmm. What's the what's the fairy tale magic where they they bring like this city to life and it like walks around. It's early on. I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember? Okay. It must not um, have been a very important art because I don't remember. <laughs> it was rough to get through as, all, yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it hit a patch in the middle where it was not a very good show, but I did come through. <laughs> I didn't like uh, the Eden arc with all the with all the cats and shit, where they went to the other world. Yeah, that arc yeah. is not my favorite. <laughs> that being said, though, uh, Eden Zero, which is like a spinoff manga from fairy tale mm-hmm. uh it actually got uh approved for an animation season as well and the cover so is it just it, about the cat no it's about other characters in that world like you know in that world they use magical items yeah. instead of having magic yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right yeah uh it looks from the cover art like, it looks really good like so not to drive the car and stuff yeah yeah and uh i think lucy used like some kind of staff or something i can't remember yeah but, but yeah it looks really good uh, cool. We didn't we didn't trail so hard. I don't remember where the hell we was talking about. <laughs> I know we we got rogue. Uh, well, I've got some honorable mentions. They're not really dark, but just since it was Halloween, I figured I would talk about a couple of spooky characters. Uh, I'll just mention their name. I won't give any like background detail. Uh, 
one of them that came up already was Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. When he turns mm-hmm. into a Titan or Titans in general, they're fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> of them are goofy looking, like the yeah. regular like when they're like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, holding their head back time. and running. Yeah, yeah. Those look goofy, but then like the ones that you can clearly tell are the important Titans. They're pretty wild looking. They're pretty yeah. intimidating for sure. Uh, another shout out I have is the Shinigami Ryuk from Death Note. Mm, okay. That thing is creepy as shit. He doesn't really have any abilities other than being a, a death god or whatever the hell they are. Uh, okay. But he's, but he's still creepy as shit looking. Uh, basically, he's the one that gave Light Yakimi the Death Note. Uh, and then the third and final one I had are the goblins from Goblin Slayer. Because <laughs> they're some creepy little shits. I have not watched that. Goblin Slayer or Death Note? Goblin Slayer. Well, actually, okay. technically both. I started both. Death Note, but I never finished it. Death Note is really good. Uh, it's a little different. There's not really, like, fight scenes. It's more of, like, a strategic combat, I guess. Basically, like... So the main character, like Yagami, he gets a, a journal that's dropped in front of him from the, the other world, I guess, by Ryu. Okay. And if basically, if you write somebody's name in the death note, it kills them. There's a bunch of rules around it, uh, but no matter how you do it, unless you specify a time, if you you could write in there like, Adam gets hit by a bus on Tuesday at three o'clock, and you'll get hit by a bus on Tuesday at three o'clock. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if you don't specify a time or date and how they die, they die in like 30 seconds by a heart attack. So you literally can just okay. write it. You can literally just wow. write a name in there. And the main character, like Yagami, is a genius. He goes to a really, like, smart private school. His dad is a cop. He's the chief of a task force. And once, like, Yagami gets this this book, he decides to start killing, like, serial killers and rapists that get set free. Yeah, so he's he's bad, but in a good way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, his dad gets assigned to the task force to stop them. And the task force is uh, led by a guy named L, his codename L, because he doesn't want to give his real name in case that's how, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. doesn't want his name to be wrote yeah. down. Yeah. Well, He's... hold on. Let me ask this. Is the Death Note thing something that's, like, normal in this show? Like, to other characters? There is, you... there is other Death Notes, but it's not normal for a human to have one. Usually only the okay. the Shinigamis like Ryuk have one. So every Shinigami has one. Interesting. Yeah. And okay. something happens to somebody in to to a Shinigami and they drop his death note in the real world and Light finds it and Ryuk just kinda hangs out. Uh, and the only way to see Ryuk is to touch the death note. And it don't have to be the whole book. You can like rip out a piece of paper and hand it to somebody. If they touch it, they can see the the Shinigami. Okay. They just have to touch a part of it. So anyway, uh, so the le- the task force, the special task force that his dad gets put on to go after Light is led by L. And L, he's a weird little creepy dude. I'm gonna, Since you're on webcam, I'm going to show you. He sits like uh-huh. this in his chair. He's literally like hunched up <laughs> with his knees. Yeah, he's super, super weird. But he's also really fucking intelligent, just like Light. So the whole thing is them trying to outsmart each other and they think so far ahead. It's so like complex, it's mind boggling, but it makes out for like a really good show. 
Uh, but that's not that long of a show, is it? There's 40, I think 42 episodes. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Like I said, I mean, I watched it in two days, so it's doable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just... actually, um, <laughs> I was telling, I guess it's kind of dark magic. I, I started watching uh, The Misfit of the Demon Academy. Yeah. And I went to dinner last night with uh, Cody and my sister and Tradina. I was telling Cody about it. I was like, man, I actually really enjoy this anime. I think it's pretty cool. I've heard a lot and of it, good things about it. It's the characters. It's kind of like One Punch Man, where the character's just wicked overpowered. It's kind of stupid how overpowered he is. But basically, he's like the reincarnated Devil King or Demon King, and um, he's stupid overpowered. But uh, I was telling Cody about it. I was like, yeah, I think I'm on like episode seven. I started like two days ago. And then he, I was talking to him today. He said, yeah, I'm on episode 12. I was like, I told you about it last night. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, he don't have a job. so I mean, like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like Brandon on WoW right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I highly recommend watching it. There's a yeah. scene where he's fighting a guy and he's like, I'm going to stand right here and I'm not going to move and I'm not going to touch you, but I'm going to have you surrender. And he was like, you know, obviously the guy's like, oh, blah, blah, you can't do that. I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. And then he just blows wind magic at him and it explodes his body. And then he resurrects him. And then he does it again. Oh, my and God. And then he resurrects him. <laughs> and then he does it again. And he, so does it, he does it like 12 times. And then eventually the guy like surrenders. Like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. He said, you never thought I'd be able to kill you, let alone 12 times. <laughs> He just keeps killing him and bringing him back to life and then killing him again. It's so overpowered, but it makes for a really funny it sounds, good anime. It sounds really funny. I might have to check that one out. Yeah, it's got like sappy, like sweet moments too. And like there's twists in the story, like character twists that are really cool. And uh, I, I highly recommend it. I've enjoyed it so far. I'll have to add that to my list. My ever-growing list is like five miles long. At this I point. feel it. I feel it. <laughs> I go on Crunchyroll and I'm like, oh. I feel like I've watched so much, and then I see yeah. the amount of titles there are, and I'm like, I haven't even touched the surface. And the, the crazy thing is that the shows that we watched prior don't end. They just come out with new seasons. Yeah. But there's also yeah. new shows coming out that we keep picking up. So just yeah. the list just keeps getting longer and longer. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. It just keeps multiplying. Which is also part of the reason why I haven't attacked uh, One Piece yet, just because there's so much shit yeah, that I'm that's, always behind uh... on. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things where you don't just watch like two episodes here or there. Like you yeah. gotta, you gotta put your you gotta, time in you on gotta, that yeah. thing. You gotta commit. <clears throat> so we're gonna go ahead and uh, try to wrap this up now. It's been uh, a little bit over an hour, I think, since we started recording. Uh, so as always, I like to kind of finish the episode uh, talking about shows that we've recently watched, or in my case, that we've watched since recording. Which Adam, I guess, just kind of did because he talked about the yeah. Academy. Well, that's that's one of the three that I've yeah. been into. So I'll go ahead and just go down my list. I wrote them down since it's been three weeks since I've recorded. Uh, when I was recording last, I was watching Dororo, which I guess in a way he's kind of a demon character. Uh, What's that from? It's I'll send a, I'll send you a link or something afterwards okay. so you can look into it. Uh, it's the one that I was telling you about where he was like born with no arms and shit. And he like oh, fights yeah, demons. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Dude, it's not the best anime, but it's still got like a very solid story for like the 24 episode anime that it is. Okay. And the ending cool. of it was very, very good. Uh, so I watched that. I watched the 
Bleach spinoff, I guess we'll say, called Burn the Witch. Uh, don't watch it until you watch Bleach. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you can watch it. There's a nod to Bleach, but there's not any spoilers for Bleach in it. Okay. Uh, and it's only three episodes. So, I mean, there's yeah, it's three like... Episode yeah, anime? yeah. It, well, it was a movie that they intended to release, and then they just split it into three 30-minute sections and put it on okay. Crunchyroll. But it's, it's, it's pretty decent. I mean, what's three episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just watch it to say you watched it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, basically, in that show, it takes place in London. It's kind of got like a Harry Potter vibe, I guess you could say. There's mm-hmm. dragons in London that are killing people. And then there's basically a task force of witches that fight the dragons, and only witches can see the dragons. That actually that's, sounds awesome. Yeah, that's kind of the concept. It's not. It's got pretty good animation, too. And it's uh, written by the guy that wrote Bleach. So at the very end of it, there's like a little uh, Bleach Easter egg in it that I thought was pretty neat. Okay. Yeah. Um, I finished God of High School. Praise. Praise God of High School, my dude. The animation in the story was jizz, dude. Even if if it didn't have a good story, which it does. I'm a big fan of the storyline. Even if it did, even if the storyline was the worst thing you've ever seen, the animation is insane Mm -hmm. on that show. The first episode, the first episode where it was like cutting to the different fighters, their different fighting techniques, it was so fucking fluid. I was like, what the hell? And it's crazy because it's by like a very small animation studio. They've only done like five. They other put shows. every piece of yeah. like every person they had in that studio yeah. and every dollar that they had into that yeah. show, and they did a wonderful job on it. Highly recommend it. Like you watch a lot of fighting. Like most anime has some sort of fighting in yeah. it. Um, and what you usually see is like like fast movements and yeah. like it's like pew, 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 and it's like repetitive. But this is like. You every see every blow. kick, every yeah, punch, yeah. and it's just—it's so clean looking. Every it body is, slam, yeah, it's yeah. unreal. And, it is and next level. The story progressed so fucking fast. Oh yeah, by, by the—that's my only flaw. I think it progressed yeah. a little too fast. Yeah. There was so well, much that happened just like instantly. I don't know for sure, so I might be just talking out my ass. But I think that they're gonna—the way they did it, like where it showed his ultimate ability i guess in a sense yeah like in, in the final yeah. episode but yeah. then he lost it and he has to go train to learn about it again yeah i think yeah. the way that they're handling that might make it a little Worth bit better yeah. yeah hopefully and who knows maybe what we saw in episode 13 wasn't his most powerful form maybe that's just the brisk of it yeah, yeah maybe it's like goku when he like turns that is yeah. it's like it's never really the next level. yeah it yeah. just you scratch the surface it blows your mind and then you learn about it and then that blows your mind and then you go a step further and that blows yeah. your mind <laughs> super saiyan ultra instinct 10 <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> that dude's gonna have rainbow hair by the end of it i yeah. swear yeah uh, and then I caught up on the Digimon reboot, and then today I watched Digimon Last Evolution. R.I.P. My soul. Uh, I heard Brandon was talking about that yeah. movie. He said that it was like it choked him up. It was really yeah. Good. It's the I never got into Digimon, yeah. but he said it was great. So the the very original arc of Digimon uh, has they've been like a periodic thing through they're not like the main characters every season it's got like a different set of digi yeah. but every couple of seasons they kind of nod back to them and then 
the most recent season was Digimon Try, and it was all of them as teenagers. Ooh, it was cool. really good. It had a more like adult vibe to it. Like it, it wasn't like every episode they just fought a different Digimon. It was like them trying to figure out what they wanted to do when they grow up. Uh, them going right, to school yeah. and dealing with exams, like more adult stuff. And then in this one, <clears throat> it's them as adults, like young adults, mm-hmm. like just out of school. Uh, like one of them is going to the police academy, ex- kind of deal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They all have like jobs and live on their own, etc. But right. it was. It was very sad. It was the last evolution. <laughs> the last evolution. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not a crier at all. Uh, I don't want to say. Well, we'll just say I'm just not a crier without going into detail as to why. Uh, but I, I choked up and I had, I had a single tear roll down my cheek, man. It was rough. <laughs> in the in the final scene, yeah, it was, it, was, it was sad. But I really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it if you're a fan. Could. If I wanted to get into it, could I just watch like season one of Digimon, then go to try and then watch the movie? Or do Dude, I, I really Dude, I need would to watch say that? so. The original series is two seasons, and then the third series plays right off the original two. So I would watch the first three series, but I will say it's in the 90s. So a season's not 12 episodes, they're like 50 episodes. Yeah. So I would say watch like the first 150. Or 158 okay. or whatever. And that then one's you a could, bit of a venture. Yeah, and then you could just skip all the way up to try, really. Alright. And maybe all watch right. a couple of... I would No, I would watch 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> and then watch the movies based off of those. I think there's two movies, two or three movies based okay. off the original. Yeah, and those are important because there's an evolution. That so are the, um, are the movies canon? Yes. Okay. Yes, so all that's the movies something that happens... A lot really? of times, movies will <laughs> not be canon. Yes. Yeah, the movies are like, canon. Show you something and that everybody like blows your mind, but then you can't even like talk about it because that has nothing to do with the. Honestly, actual. if you're gonna do it as well, I would also recommend watching the third set of Digidestined because they're really it's a really good set as well. So they have some of the best. Might as well just ones. watch them all. Well, well, <laughs> four and on is kind of where it goes to shit. <laughs> okay, so, how many? How many are there after four? There's like Up till eight, try. eight or nine. Okay, so like there's five Digidestined that are like garbage. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it just gets a little confused. Like, okay, so one, two, and three, you have your Digidestined with their partner Digimon. Four, the Digidestined are the Digimon. Their okay. Digivice turns, the, they basically get Digimon suits, basically. I personally did enjoy that arc, but a lot of other people did not. Okay. So for me, I liked the fourth arc, but after that, it was where I went to shit. Uh, after that, they tried to they brought back Agumon from season one, the main Digimon, with but with a new tamer and some other characters. The concept of it was okay, like it still had a similar vibe, but in this one, the Digidestined fight with the Digimon. So like. In order to evolve the Digimon, the Digidestin had to walk up and punch a Digimon, basically. Which is not <laughs> realistic at all, considering that some Digimon are like the size of skyscrapers. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it, it wasn't awful. It wasn't good either. But then from there, they really started targeting like a child audience, and it just went to shit. Uh, okay. The most recent one was called Digimon Fusion Wars. 
And basically, the main character went in and he got his his partner Digimon, which was Shoutmon, who was literally the most annoying Digimon in all the fucking seasons ever. He Shoutmon. Shoutmon. Sounds, yeah, he's yeah, literally a a little red dinosaur who uses a microphone as a weapon and he yells at his enemies through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and instead of digivolving, yeah, so instead of digivolving, they do what's called digifusing. Which is where they fuse with another Digimon. Here's where I. Cool. It sounds cool, but here's where it gets lame. Uh, let's say Shoutmon digivolves with one Digimon. Instead of becoming a whole new Digimon, it's Shoutmon holding a new weapon, and it's Shoutmon times two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so the fusions were, which he does eventually get an evolution. But so the dude's fighting with Jigglypuff. Okay. Yeah, and to get to make it worse, he gets Shoutmon times three, and then Shoutmon uh, times four, and then Shoutmon times five, and it just keeps getting like it's just stupid at that point. Like stop. Yeah. And it got two seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds rough. And then the season after that was called Digimon Aptly Monsters, and they try to modernize with tech. Cell phones are a big deal. On cell phones, you have apps. All the Digimons are actually apps on a cell phone. Okay. Yeah. So the main yeah, Digimon, the main Digimon Pampers Digimon is basically a Google search bar. And, <laughs> and his his master ability is to search for an opponent's weakness and exploit it. <laughs> yeah. It's not very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I, uh, but, the latest yeah. issue I've ever seen that I have with Digimon and I haven't watched it is like the evolutions make no fucking sense they there's like they don't even look anything like the thing like you'll be a dinosaur one time no, and then you'll turn on. into like a dude the next round if you like, if you watch the, and there's a reason for that in the video games if you watch the show they do stick to linear evolutions to make it easier to follow so okay. like Agumon's a little orange dinosaur he turns into Greymon which is a big orange dinosaur Greymon turns into Metal Greymon, which is a big orange dinosaur with metal on him. And then okay, Metal Greymon turns into War Greymon, which is a fully armored dinosaur. And so forth. So it's it's linear in the shows, but yep. as far as the video game, so Digimon literally means digital monsters. And yep. the digital world is basically inside of the internet. It's all data. So Digimon okay. themselves are data, they're coding. So okay. you could theoretically code something to be anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So are they so, like are they like viruses? <clears throat> yes and no. Okay. They're I mean I guess kind of viruses. And there are like virus Digimon, which is a big thing in one of the movies that I was talking about. Okay. Um but the best way I would look at it is it's on the internet or the interweb, if you will. So instead of looking at a linear equation, look at a spider web. So they don't have one straight okay, shoot. Yeah. They could evolve into different directions. Okay. And they unlike do. unlike Pokemon, where Pokemon, like, let's say Pikachu evolves into Raichu, he doesn't turn back to Pikachu. He's a Raichu forever. Yeah. Digimon turn into three-story three tall dinosaurs. That would be really ridiculous to walk around with. 
so <laughs> yeah so they so agumon turns into greymon for a fight and then turns back into agumon to walk around okay Interesting. yeah All so right. they go forward and backwards but because they're webs they could go forward backwards forward to the left back right. you know what i mean yeah. all back to a core form now do they change specific evolutions by doing specific tasks so like i said in the or... show in the show it's very linear uh in season one there is a case where uh agumon is basically forced to digivolve under a bad pretext and he turns into skull Greymon, which is a giant skeleton dinosaur and he's base yeah he's basically like insane and like crazy and like blowing everything up <clears throat> which is kind of the start it's really the only instance in the show where it's explained that they can turn into different things okay, other than that it's pretty linear but i can understand your confusion though because you've talked to like me and brandon where we played like the video games and i've and, like well, i've like looked up the <clears throat> names and yeah like, that doesn't look anything like and, yeah the uh, video games are very they're not linear at all they're very like okay. spread out yeah, but I, I would I highly recommend it. I myself, as an adult, still very much enjoy watching the original series. I've watched it like all the way through probably like four times in my life in my, <laughs> in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you wanna go ahead and talk about some shows that you watch. Yeah, yeah, we kinda went on a, a tangent, yeah. my bad. You you do with uh Digimon what I tend to do with Monty's. Yeah, yeah. I'm very yeah, yeah. passionate about my love for Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so besides um, the misfit of the Demon Academy, I also finished watching God of High School as well as Akamega Kill. Um, Ooh, what'd you think of that? I loved it, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, Akamega Kill. I, I really. It's a shorter anime. What twenty yeah. episodes, maybe something like that. I think that they did a very good job of making the main character not overpowered yes uh in fact all the people that he tends to fight seem to be pretty overpowered and he's underwhelmed not, yeah he's like the underdog uh, yeah and which is really cool to me because a lot of time you don't see that in anime it's kind of, sometimes it's the opposite like you just find people that have like this unnatural ability to be like incredibly strong or fast or good at fighting but the main character not so much uh and I, I enjoyed that that spin also like a lot of animes there's like a love story to it but it's not at all what i expected it to be my assumption going in was like akame was going to be the person to fall in love with the main character and it wasn't akame <laughs> at all and when it when i don't want to you know reveal who it was but when this person revealed that she's the one who's in love with uh, the main character, I was like taken back. I was completely shocked, and I enjoyed that because usually you the romance, yeah. yeah, usually romances like you see coming a mile away, but this one, this one came out of nowhere, and it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan. The way it ended, very good writing. Still not a fan of it. Uh, <laughs> still not a fan of it. Very Hash good writing. Hashtag Game of Thrones vibes. Hashtag Game of Thrones vibe. Very, very sad and not, not normal, um, or not, not what you would typically see in a lot of anime. Uh, so I was, I was heartbroken, but it was very well written, and the fight scenes were really good, very mm. intense. 
very intense. Yeah. Uh, and Esdeath is queen, bro. Esdeath is one monster. of Esdeath is stupid powerful. Yeah. But, <laughs> She's a monster. But when Akame uses her special ability that you never even see coming, she never yep. talks about. Yeah. And then she just does it and it's insane. Um it's it was really, really good writing. So, I huge very, fan. very much liked it. Uh, whenever I had mentioned it to you when we were doing the Ice User episode, yeah. I was very surprised because we, me, Cody, and Brandon all watched it so long ago. Like, it's probably yeah. been like, it was like when we first started hanging out, like, what, six years ago or something like that now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was telling me it's been out a yeah. long time. I didn't realize. Because yeah. the we, animation we all watched it is together. really top notch. Yeah. It's like, today's kind of top notch i was really impressed with the animation uh but it it was really good part of the reason i didn't watch it is i actually kind of thought it was like one of those um almost like a gurren login style like the robotic animes yeah Yeah, mecha thank you yeah i thought it was like a mecha style and they're really not my style i watched darling in the frunks and i i like it but the main, well, the I, I can't really terrible. say what the main character's ability is because of how he gets it. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the ability, just, just, eh. <laughs> abilities in Akamega Kill are like you get them through weapons. You don't just have special abilities. Yeah. Uh, you can learn to fight. You can learn to be faster, stronger, all that. But powers come from um, they come from objects. Which I thought was I actually like that. Yeah. Uh, so like Akame's came it. from her sword. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it was huge really fan. Good. Glad that I got through that and I watched that. Uh, I need to figure out where to go to next. Once I'm done with uh, Misfit, then I got to figure out what to watch next. Yeah, I think I am going to continue. Or not continue, get back into Fire Force and get caught up next. Oh, I love Fire Force. Yeah, <gasps> I've been I've been okay. hearing a lot of good shit about season two, and I didn't even finish <laughs> season one. I think I I actually so good, looked dude. I actually looked and found the episode I was on. I quit season one on episode eight, <laughs> so I didn't even make it halfway through episode or season one. Yeah, bro. Yeah, go back, watch it. Yeah. When he starts learning about what's called the Adola Burst. I don't know if you remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. It's basically a special type of flame that very few people have. Main character, he's got it. Okay, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, main character is going to have this really rare one in a million thing. But uh, he has it. Uh, there are certain people that can, in a way, gift it to him temporarily. And when he gets it gifted to him temporarily, like allows him to unlock it theoretically he unlocks the ability uh to like control time in a way distort time huh uh which you would not think would have anything to do with fire but the explanation is is top notch fire force is about people who use fire abilities but the farther you get into the show they, it's they the kind way of they use them. Yeah, yeah the way that they use it distorts a lot of other... Like, there's basically an ice user who uses fire to make ice. It's really unique. Huh. That actually yeah. intrigues me more. Because that was one of the things that I didn't like, was that 
Even though they it was just hands. linear, everybody yeah, was fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, farther you get into it, some <clears> of the <throat> stuff that they do is like really, really cool, really wild, and would not, you would never think of in a million years. Yeah. So, highly recommend watching Fire Force. Have you, uh, you watched anything else? No, I think Akame, Misfit, God of High School. Ju- uh, ju- I started oh, episode yes. one Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, dude. If Jujutsu you have not Kaisen. watched that, check that out. That's a darker out. anime. Yes, I mean, it, it is. Dark, so it is. Like but the only reason I didn't throw him in there is because I've only seen one episode. Yeah, so. yeah. So There's only... Two, I two. think, on There's two of them now. Yeah. The newest episode just came out. I think oh. Friday night. Oof, that was Watching a real... that, like, episode <laughs> one will get you hooked. It is yeah. really cool. They do a lot in episode one, and they give a lot of information in episode one uh, that you typically wouldn't see coming for like a couple episodes into an anime. Uh, so I was pretty intrigued with everything that they uh, that they're doing with that show. It was really cool. Plus the main character is like, it cracks me up because he does, it's kind of stupid, but yeah, he's also OP. He's OP, but like really um, stupid, so it yeah. just, it cracks me up. It, when he, when I highly he did recommend that, it. When he did that thing at the end where he threw that thing in the air and then did yep. that thing, yeah. I was like, why? <laughs> Same. You nasty <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on, on that wow. note, on that note, uh, we're at like an hour and a half, so I think it's a very solid time to end this. I have had a lot of fun with this episode, though. Uh, if you are not yet, please go follow Adam over at We World Gaming. Of course, check me out over at Anime Chateau on Facebook. Also, shout out to uh, Craig over at Gameway Cafe. Give him some love as well. Um, I think he has a Twitter or Instagram account. I'm not sure. I lack social media. I just have Facebook. Uh, go check him out. Uh, he's in all the same places we are. Uh, and much love until next time. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Deuces.